There's two parts to success in the music business. Now you can either wait and pray for a Messiah. Jesus is Lord! Help me! Help me! Or you can get off your ass and do it yourself. Congratulations. Welcome to the DIY Artist Podcast. Hi, this is Barzini, and you're welcome to the DIY Artist Podcast. Shout out to all of you that have stayed tuned, um, that have stayed tuned, listening from episode one up until this episode. Shout out to everyone that's followed this particular series, Why Your Focus Shouldn't Be a Record Deal, up until this point. In the first episode we interviewed, um, we, we looked at the topic from the perspective of a media person in the industry. Shout out to Fala Falayan. In the second episode, we looked at it from the perspective of um, a label executive, Ihani Ahibe. Shout out to him as well. So, uh, finally, in this episode, we have, you know, brought it home. And we look at the topic from the perspective of two very important DIY artists in our industry right now. I'm talking no other than El Victor and Alpha Ogini. Alpha Ogini doubles as um, a record producer lead audio engineer in his company he's great he's at the forefront of this mixing and mastering business in nigeria yeah reach out to him for your um uh for your vocal engineering works there's a whole lot of hits you heard in this new age he has a whole lot of them under his belt el victor el victor has um in cbd2 out now and cbd2 is a cultural project it's a cultural icon it's it's a very important body of work and everybody's talking about it from Don Jazzy to Iblis. So basically these two guys are people that I feel like they embody what it means to be a DIY artist because they basically put in the work by themselves. They legit are not waiting for anybody to do stuff for them. They take the bull by the horn and they go out there, they hustle. So I felt like they're going to, you know, share some very important perspective you know on this topic i feel like their perspective is going to be very important and i'm super super glad and grateful that it came through and we had a very 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 important conversation conversation get leg in many many places but yes yes that's how it's supposed to be so shout out to el victor shout out to alpha ogini the next set of voices you're going to hear is the three of us kicking it i hope it's clear enough yeah we did better with the audio recording this time I hope it's clear enough for you to listen and you know be blessed. So peace. Enjoy. Like when I was looking through this joke kid on how to add you to um the whole thing, I was trying to put input everything. The composer I was writing Devin, I mentioned and they were giving me suggestions. And I saw I like I told you I saw Mass and Bazini. Mm-hmm. I saw Bazini. Mm-hmm. I was just clicking all that stuff. And I was thinking, maybe this is how you are going to get your cuts. Mm. As per how many people will stream that particular. Okay, what you're talking about is you, you, um, you want, you, you wish there was a platform that made it automated. Yeah, like the credits. Everybody would just get their credits because what I was putting there. Because let me tell you, honest truth. I like especially when somebody discovers a song. The person discovers everything in the song. Yeah. You discover the album art. You discover the album is coming from. You discover everything. Like that's the problem I had with bloggers. Who were changing my album art at the time? Man, I paid this album art guy five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, and you gonna put your ugly ass. I, I, after I might have paid you, it was so it was so horrible. And they were gonna rename your songwriter that I fixed my full name for people for a chance for me to be known by some people who look at it. 
that I wrote very well with www.kinikokiniko with their tag too and you know that once they pass that your tag through their production it means they have fucked with your quality of your music yeah, yeah for, true, sure, true. for sure some of them put it inside so inside all these softwares that they, they don't really know what it does like, really I, I realize most times most times like the music that i we get from these blogs the quality of the mp3 is so poor like when i when i mix a song for somebody and i send him mp3 for review before they pay my balance mm. like that mp3 i'm sending to you is as good as something you can upload online because yeah. some people have done it to me yeah. mp3 i sent and i'm waiting for balance song has dropped <laughs> <laughs> you get me? and me i'm here thinking that as an engineer i'm thinking in terms of fidelity that high mp3 i sent to you is mm. still not as good as wave yeah so i'm waiting for you to give me balance i can so send that you can find out but the mp3 i'm sending you is 320 kbps it's so high quality but then when i looked at blogs sometimes they get 128 64 like all the they don't care they don't really understand all these technical but who so. are who are supposed to be in charge of all those things most artists like i have i have a problem this when the lockdown started fresh it was very refreshing for everybody i could call an artist you what's up this is what i'm doing record this thing say guy the problem is where to record it let's say with the lockdown mm. ah, i call another person the problem is where to record it and you want to like wait it costs hundred thousand to have that scarlet pack mm. delivered in your house and you wait i started recording with usb microphone I yeah. remember when Charlie it's made me get yes. that stuff. No, I saw your Victor, your Victor setup is gangsta. I could take it gangsta. anywhere. I could not have light in my house for a while. Then I'll just travel over to my friend's house. We'll just make three songs. I'll just come back and rest in the no light house of my house. And it was easy. Sometimes I go to bars, just choose a quiet place, and I'll just be dropping. You know, and I realized, you know, the whole boot thing was also not a reason. Because I remember then a lot of people had instruments, but their problem is that their house was not padded. See, yeah, for me, it finally boils down to where there's a will, there's a way. You understand? That's if you want to make excuses, if you if you want to see, if you want to if you need an excuse for why you will not be great, you plenty. You understand? First of all, the greatest step is not even knocking on your door. So if you're waiting for greatness, those Grammy, that award to come and knock on your door, stay and wait though. But there are people that are going to be all lion about it and go out there must we all get grammy how many what what is the must we all get grammy no, is it grammy that makes no, you I'm grammy like a metaphorical grammy yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, I understand. Your look as yeah. the, metaphorically we might all not be the million dollar bugatti riding niggas we have but to find we have to you're each, going to be the one thousand dollar mercedes riding nigga man is that not cool we have well? to each define <laughs> success for ourselves anyway you guys are welcome to the DIY Artist Podcast. <laughs> I, I like it whenever the intro start like this. We just talk. And talk to, like exactly, for me, it's exactly. crazy. I like guys, it. this is actually my first time being in a podcast. But you know why I like it? Right. I'm always very expressive when I'm talking. Like I mean it. You know why? Because sometimes when I talk, I try very well to be talking to myself. All the advice I'm giving people, all the advice I'm like, if me and you were talking, I'm telling you this is what you should do. I'm indirectly telling yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, but the only thing is that I've not picked it up, and I believe that by the time I tell one or two person, like one person will even look at me and say, "You where they tell me what you yeah, don't do." Yeah, yeah. So this is the reason why I just tell do small, so that when I'm talking to you, it becomes a little bit believable. There are some theories that believe that, and actually in practice is true. Teaching is a form of learning. Facts, now nah. I was a teacher. It's facts. That was my first. <laughs> job. You, you know, teaching yeah. teaching is a form. There are some books you read. They tell you you um go a way to really imbibe the knowledge you're getting from this book is to look for somebody to, to teach, teach what you're learning, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it works. It works. I, I, at the end of the day, I feel like all these things that we're talking about, if we if we really applied all of them, like most of us will not be where we are now. We know a lot of all these things, but 
I feel like because we are not all moving together with this information, sometimes yeah. it feels like, let me find another way. Like what we are doing now, you know a lot, and then you're looking for how to spread it to other creatives. But just imagine that like 50, 100 people yeah. like, knew this, and we're moving with it. Like with and we're energy. doing what they were supposed to be doing, that, not just talking about it. Yeah. It will get to a point where everybody is now trying to be like, be, the norm is the norm is this thing we're talking about. Yeah. So in order not to slack, Mm. you will now be like doing what you are supposed to do but now not slacking means two million things for a lot of upcoming artists <laughs> but you get me so yeah. nobody really a lot of people don't really know what is best practice a lot of people don't really know what what it means to like um maybe know about people not ripping you off or like or know what your right is or know mm. that radio is supposed to pay you instead of you paying radio so a lot of us are just moving with what made this guy successful is that he paid radio. Mm. So single story. <laughs> a lot of us are moving with single story. Exactly. Replicating, trying to yeah, somebody, somebody, history. and you know, do you know, do you know the worst thing that's happened to our industry in recent times? What? Twitter experts. <laughs> social media experts. Somebody will come on social media and give one one hundred and forty. Social Twitter is one hundred and forty words, Nabi. I think they doubled it now. Now you can have threads, so you yeah. can even write the. Can you imagine the wisdom of an entire industry built in how many years, distilled to one hundred and forty character tweets? Bro, it is, it's and somebody will take that single tweet and run with it. And, run with it. and also, yeah, it takes yeah. a very crafty person to even put all the information in that one hundred and fifty. You don't even understand it. I think what has shaped Nigeria so much is poverty. Mm. It fucks with everybody. Poverty and discipline. There's a difference that you're hungry. Then there's also a difference that you are also looking for the right food to eat, not just anything that comes your way. That one is striving, no longer trying to survive. <laughs> They're not striving. So yeah. I think it has it has a part to play in how we even appreciate art, for instance. A lot of an art, a lot of artists would rather take ten thousand naira than the hundred thousand you promised them, telling them you know see by the time we don't do this joint. By next year, radio go don't plan. Don't mm-hmm. worry, go don't cash out. Cash out, beg, beg, just give me ten thousand. And, this and you collect that ten thousand. It's true. <laughs> we did a we did a roundtable for producers for Free Me TV at some point where they were asking us what the problems are in the industry and the mm. producers were talking about like because you know the problems now not getting paid having to pursue mm. artists for your money mm. or maybe somebody taking a beat that you posted on YouTube using it to release a single in a whole other state mm. a whole other country and then you only get to find out later after the person has started streaming the music and okay. is getting paid. So we're just talking about problems then. We finished explaining to everybody on it was like a podcast too. So we just mm-hmm. talked about all those things that we felt like we had given out some really valuable information and gotten stuff off our chest. Only mm-hmm. for us to come outside. And then one of the producers, like he was a member of staff of the place. Mm-hmm. He's not really like uh, one of the members of the panel. Mm-hmm. He just came to me and he was like, I'm a bro, or this one I won at the top. I get to, but guy, if one big artist now come, he say, make I come camp for a house now for some days make mm-hmm. some beats for him, make a vibe. And I give him the beats. I don't go disturb him for money because if he use the beats thing, he go blow, my name go come outside. This is what kills And in my mind, team. I'm like, ah. after everything we said, let's just imagine that before today, mm-hmm. you didn't know. <laughs> so after today, you were in the room and we had this conversation <laughs> and your mentality hasn't shifted. Then there's a serious problem. But you know, like as a health educator, information is not complete unless there's behavioral change. I can pass health education, but it's not health education unless you, you have stopped smoking. Okay, so what you, have you call that, that thing that you did? It in was the street, in the street, we call it Johnson. <laughs> I'm Josie man with a great Josie man. Anyway, look, I I I, I just realized we hadn't really introduced ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Ojini! Yeah, man. Welcome to the DIY Artist Podcast, man. El Victor, welcome to the DIY Artist Podcast. These two guys, Unadon, 
you know what the podcast is about. Yeah, man. DIYs, do it yourself, independence. And this is something that I feel like is lacking a lot in our industry. Yeah. A lot of artists are waiting for people to do stuff for wow, them. Wow, DIY, man. do it yourself. Yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, that shit is. is great, man. The DIY artist podcast. God. A lot of it is not new. Stop shouting like No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. hit me differently, man. hit me differently, bro. Next time I'm, I'm coming to your podcast, I want to go home with like maybe a tag with or something. Tag, oh, bro, do it yourself. Yeah, do it yourself, yeah. I feel like there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of um, there's a whole lot of areas where artists can take control of their art. You understand? Yeah. Not from a place of oh, I want to do everything by myself. No, but from a place of this is my business. I have to be really serious about it. You understand? Yes. Yes. And both of you, um, the topic we're talking about today is why you shouldn't focus on the record deal. We had the part one with the media person, Fala Falayan. Yeah, yeah, know for that, yeah, yeah, she yeah, came and yeah. she dropped a lot of germs. The part two I had with Hani Ahibwe. Hani Ahibwe is an investor, CEO of Aboriginal um, Productions. You know, from the perspective of an investor, he gives so much knowledge. He was talking about structure and all that, and I get it, you understand? Mm. Which is something that I think the artists need to hear. But I realized that a lot of music conversations are happening in this country without artists in them. Yeah. And both of you represent, I don't, and I don't mean to patronize you guys, but both of you represent the DIY artist hustle that I admire. You are about five projects. How far you are about five projects deep? Yeah, yeah. I spent last night listening to your entire discography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, you are about four projects deep. I spent, you know now. And I was yeah, you, you put me on yeah, um, gap. You understand? Yeah, it was. Man. I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys have you guys have done something that I think is iconic. Like yeah, when I, first of all, okay. we, I want to say something. Like you know when I dropped Sunrise, and Basini said, "Man, guy." This is the way you do. I recommend now. Guys, see the song I like. I want to shoot video for that song. I was scared, man. I was scared. Fucking scared. Like, what the... And somebody wants to shoot video for my song, go. I, you know, I was telling my niggas, like, somebody... You remember what I told you, bro? Not now. Just wait. Mm. I was fucking scared. Like, I didn't think, like, somebody wants to shoot. And he's telling me to choose a budget. He gave me a range of the budget. And this is, like, a huge song. And I'm looking at that song as, if that thing dropped from my account, first of all, if he called me to come and explain how that money to come. Like, you know. (laughs) 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 Like, I was that scared. Ask him. I didn't really need the money till I I wanted to not travel to the East because, you know, I had an emergency. That's not how I got the money. But, you know, I didn't use the money for the video again anymore. But the money solved a whole lot of other problems. It was something that made me realize that. a lot of people don't want to help you unless they see what you're about to do yeah. or what you have done yeah. because it's, it's not their fault at all. A whole lot of problems we're having in the industry, the CEO, that's what I said in Udo, can mm. artists and CEO blame Udo. Mm. Let artists and CEO live in peace because if both of them understand that it's the business of owners, if the CEO is running the business as I own this company and the artist is also running it like I own this company, mm. we will have a matching grant. Mm. It, what you did pushed me to start making music because something might come. So sometimes I'm making music and produce. I'm telling the mix engineer, don't worry. Once I drop this shit, I'll pay you. Yeah. And it happens. Like once I drop it, the money comes and I pay you. It, it, this I, is what I it feel is. like. I feel like I feel you especially because I've Alpha 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 is it Alpha is it cheat. Uh, Alpha, yeah, Alpha, yeah, Alpha is basically Alpha one, is basically yeah. a working record. I was in the conversation with a bunch of guys last week, and they described a bunch of artists as working record labels, and your name came up, and yeah. I laughed. So Alpha, you're somebody that can just sit down and make albums and put them out, yeah. But El Victor, you've been able, and this question goes out to two of you. Like I would like me to answer them individually, but you guys have been able to push past limitations where artists they see on a normal day the toxic oh now money be problem now this one be problem i know get person i know get that one but before me are two artists that 
I see say no be like saying I'm much more true, but y'all already y'all already have wicked discographies in this game. Y'all already have respect and structure built around you. So I see that there are a lot of music conversations happening in this country that they are talking about music and artists, but they're not involving artists. Yeah. So please, I want to hear your perspective. What's it been like all these years, this project having come thus far? What's it like? What's it been like? Um for me, um for me, first of all, like this is a crazy like thing we're doing here. And I feel like even in years to come, people will refer to this shit and be like, okay, 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 this is this is something that can smart guide me people, I'm for. smart people. <laughs> well, smart people. Well a lot of niggas well, will say they don't have data to listen to podcasts. Well, but you know, with that I'm just I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping. Relax, man. I said people I said people because Smart people or not, they are still people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. just yeah. give them the benefit of doubt and just assume that we are doing this for posterity. So yeah. thank you for having me, man. I and <laughs> I feel like the whole struggle story is something that sometimes when I try to say it, some people think that I, I wonder how the story moved from you learning how to do a couple of stuff and applying it to your hustle mm. will now switch to a talk about privilege for some people. Because in the way our youth's mindset is built is weird in a way because sometimes you try to have a conversation about you learn a skill, learn a skill, apply to your music, learn this, learn this, learn as much as you need to learn, do as much as you need to do. And then when you now start doing it and you put in your 10,000 hours and you now become like really good at it, some other artist somewhere who doesn't know how to do X, Y, and Z might think that you're speaking from a place of privilege. But no, like the work that you, you see that is being done is actually being done like me being able to mix or record or like do everything at the same time mm. doesn't mean that it makes the work any easier for me mm. because i'm the one doing the work like i don't know if you and you're sacrificing your time you get because the time that you would use to flex after recording i will still be in the studio mixing you get the time that you would, would spend on your own while the producer is making the beats i'm spending that time making the beats you get so like at the end of the day i feel like for me it's been a case of I've just been inside. I've just been inside all this while and mm-hmm. I just decided to myself, like before I put out half price, I put out three other projects and mm-hmm. those were like during the times when I didn't really know what distribution was, I didn't know how to put music out. So it was just, mm-hmm. I was one of the people that fell victim to paying bloggers money. You know, that was the way my guys told me was the way to, to go. Distribute that was the way we saw it, man. But actually, actually if you think about, wait, wait, yeah, think about it, if you, even if you had appear, if you appear on big blogs, then they are usually boss you even get. And those things before. make you feel yeah, that's it. Now, that was, that, was, that, was, that, was the, that was what made us feel like it was actually <laughs> an investment towards mm-hmm. what, you know, doing. But, I think when when the thing switched for me was when I eventually quit my job in 2017 and decided that, okay, if I'm going to take music seriously, then I have to actually take it seriously because if I tell my family that I'm quitting the job, that they were just happy for me not too long ago that I had gotten, mm-hmm. then I have to have something solid to explain to them that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So that's what now made me start thinking that I should take mixing seriously because before I knew how to mix, I was just mixing for myself. So I now told myself, okay, I've stopped collecting salary. I need a gig. I need something that will be... Because I can't be waiting for streaming money. You understand? Mm. I didn't have a fan base at the time. Like, my fan base wasn't even anything to write home about. So I was like, okay, let me use all the skills I know. I started using Photoshop, Premiere Pro, Illustrator, all this all this stuff to create content for my Instagram, trying to build my followers there. Then I, I started trying to, re- like, make more music for my album. While that was happening, I was also, like boosting my mixing skills so that mm. i could like start mixing for other people so all this was like 2016 2017 that period and then when the album was finally ready i was like okay 
I have a good album. How the hell am I going to make money from this album now? Like, I couldn't see myself making money from the album. So I just told myself, okay, it's better I put out the album than not put it out at all. Mm. So it was that leap of faith that I had. I put the album out and then a couple of people that listened to the album didn't didn't just get that I was a good artist from the album. They started asking other questions, like who produced the album? Mm. One light bulb went off in my head. I was like, okay, yes, I produced the album. Somebody will ask, who mixed this song? I mixed this song. Okay, can you mix something for me? Mm. Can you produce something for me? And mm. then it was now my judgment call to like either do for free or do for less charge or do for this or do for that. Then before you know it, I now thought to myself, wait, if I do this for a long time, then that means I will build a, what they call a portfolio mm. that I can now use to tell somebody that I see, pay me this amount. Mm. So I was doing all these things at the same time. So that's why that period I say I was inside because I hardly had time for anything else. I will be investing time in learning Premiere Pro, in learning After Effects. Then I'll switch over and record song. I'll produce, I'll mix, then mix for somebody that I'm mixing for free. Even though I'm not getting money, I'll just do all these things. And at the same time, I was like, okay, how many songs have I mixed now? Okay, it's 10. How many artists? I was just building my playlist, building my playlist. Till it got to a point where I now started working for other artists. I would charge as low as 5K, 10K, mm. 15K. Before you know it, when my portfolio was now big enough, when someone now comes, I'll be like, okay, see, this is what I charge and all that. So, I was telling you before we started this podcast that yeah. if you want to play the long game, there's no way you can do it without having something to give you income by the side. But I would advise that every artist that wants to do this should actually learn a skill that has to do with the music itself. Yeah. Yeah. Something that can help you do something that you would ordinarily pay for. Yeah. So even if it's smartphone <coughs> photography, you can learn or videography. <coughs> how to use your phone to like make simple videos that you can post online learn it because if you think about it uh, this 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 music that we create is actually a business a thriving billion dollar you industry get me. and for it's an industry and it's it's a market value exchange so you cannot sit back and be complaining every day that oh money is the issue money is the issue why don't you learn things that can help you cut costs I don't know if you understand, bro. Me. Like, there are things that can help you cut costs. Exactly. You exactly. So, why would an artist or somebody that playing plans to be a long time musician not have a studio in his house? El Victor, El Victor, now over to you. Yeah. Please, um, um, you are four projects deep. I've known you from your days in UNN. From there were days when there were days when nobody believed that El Victor could churn out the record. You churned out four fucking albums, Maji. Your last album, CBD2, has morphed from being a collection of music, a body of work, to being a cultural signboard. You've basically beat the gong for Igbo people with your recent project. Still yeah. faced with the same limitations that artists face every day, and they say, oh no, my Messiah has not come, I've not messed, this one, that one, that one, that one. But you did a four project zip, tell us, how's it been? Man, it, to be honest, it's just one step at a time, because if sunrise we think carry you the same no no the first thing i i just realized that if clarence peter sorry not clarence peter djt mm-hmm. had iphone 6 in 1999 he would have still shot all Media's video and i would have we would still be playing it today but we have all that stuff and we're not making use of it so i just realized that what we don't know is that we don't like our resources 
we we tend to forget our resources. Guy, yeah. back in the day, you know why they call it the Stone Age that time? Because now Stone did. Yeah. Stone do a lot of stuff, man. Stone <laughs> they light fire. Stone they use. Uh, then utilize the stone. Stone where we ignore Stone where we not even. Stone where they crush now. They turn mm. into sand. It, so people do not understand. Like you have to just make use of what's around you. Yeah. First of all, you have to love what you're doing. Even when it's the worst thing in earth to do, you have to love what you're doing. I think as this thing kicked off seriously for me after King James competition, am I about King James 2014 or 2014? You know, I've always been this rapper that believes like she's been a punchline. Ah, you, 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 I, I fly like the sky and mm. I do like the high. You know how we <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, but eventually I realized, I mean, this is art. This is just like, you can tell stories. You yeah. can tell your own stories. I started studying people. To be honest, there was a time I was listening to only Talib Kweli and Moose Dev, Common, mm. all those guys in that era. Mm. I was just listening to, to see them. how they told their own stories. Yeah, and I was listening to them. I knew like they might not be the money guys. Like if you want to do the posters, Talib Kweli might not probably not be there and all those things. But he's no, it's okay. I was listening to what Joel Ortiz. I was mm. listening to all these guys. At the time, he switched to Chance the Rapper. I was listening to Chance the Rapper, just somebody gaggling on the beat. Ah, dude, man, you're just playing around, like... Yeah. So, gaggling on the beat. Like, like, yeah. Nothing we don't go here. So, it was, at the time, it was not Tyler, the creator. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. This is just different kind of people doing their own different kind of thing. The only thing he took from them is dedication. Like, at the time I was listening to Tyler, the creator, he had a 14 tracks album. For Tyler to do 14 tracks album means that he was recording. And now I realized that he was the person that produced all of it. Yeah. He was the person that recorded all of it. He mixed not just his own, but every other person in Odd Future, which was like a bunch of all other fucked up kids that were never going to make limelight, but are in the limelight. And I was looking at all those things. I'm like, okay, what I have around me... It, do you know my biggest regret in the music industry is that it's all came late. But since I've told you this, if we're in UN and we have these ideas we have in our head right now, there's no how we'll not be big in Lagos right now. Let me let me just sorry, let me interject and say this, El Victor. I will keep always repeating this thing to you. I feel like we are born in the I feel like we are existing, not born. Yeah. Existing in the luckiest time yeah. ever. No matter how for, for us for, for, for people like right to be musicians now. in Nigeria. Yeah. Because as I when we Scalifa dropped black and yellow, I remember reading, I think it um one I've forgotten the site, but I read an interview and Wiz Khalifa talked about how that song helped move him out, move him out to get to. Yeah. And what from the radio, saying a radio, say the money we can get from radio. Do you understand? Basically, the point I'm trying to make is that artists in the U in the US were receiving royalty from radio. Yeah. And they were, you know, basically, if you sing song, you go chop. You don't yeah. need blue, but yeah, not like, to even digress. As of also. not to digress so much. Yeah. As of black and yellow, Wiz Khalifa had like more more than three projects. We're not talking about mistake because that yeah. beef was like the Bible. Yeah. Every day we check that beef for yeah. these new niggas. Yeah. So at that point in time, it has to do with passion. You have to really learn. Like Alpha said, you have to cut costs. And as an artist, the number one way to cut costs is have that studio in your house. Do you know that most records I made were made like I was in the bathroom and I came out and then I dropped Thank God that you're talking about studio now and Alpha is here. So before this podcast closes, Alpha, you're just going to break down in just like short four minutes the simplest studio setup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So, so the point I'm making, immediately I had a studio. It was easy for me to plan project. The first project I made was in 2014. I made, do you know how Charlie, I, I felt Charlie used that project to train me. Mm. He was, he hey, was Charlie telling me, Charlie X, yes, X, 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 he was telling me that if I want to Max make... Max Wax called Charlie X, chicks. 
Yeah, yeah. Guy, no. that's him off me. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah, that was funny. But you know what's funny? I now sent that to Charlie. I said, man, this is cool. Your new tag should be Chicks. And Charlie, for the first time, wrote LOL. Charlie has never written LOL for me. Go ahead. Don't let us digress. Go like Charlie has been my guardian angel. I will never, ever. But then you have to. Shout out to Charlie. Shout out to Charlie. Shout out to But you have to choose your guardian angel for you to have a guardian angel. And he took patience because there was a time Charlie was an asshole to me like you know he was i was all the guy bugging him i would message him on facebook go to twitter and drop another one go everywhere <laughs> you know i was like a fucking ass and, and you know what i was just saying that time sign me sign me like what could he have signed themselves like do you understand so he kept saying i was not ready i was not ready i didn't understand that though that's in 2014 i met emma in calabar carnival after the show i was backstage immediately emma, i pulled up i had my verses up on my head like you know i might make a rap for you make a rap for you okay you rap I started speaking. I was speaking. I was, you know, in the moment of speaking, like, what was I even saying? Anything I was saying that wouldn't have gotten me one dollar. It would have just been like, yo, man, nice one. Good yeah. keep up the dream, man. I'll like, see you but later. That man. was your idea of what hustle was. But my man. idea then. You followed through. But my idea then was that after doing this fast, there's no how Emma is not taking me to his hotel room. Like, I've been seeing his uh, pictures. He was already watching much. Like, there's no how I'm not going. Like, to me, I believe that like, that was all it took to actually be in the limelight. So, it's okay to believe yourself, oh. but first of all, you have to believe all that's more. You know why? That's the only way you can believe yourself less and work hard to believe yourself more. Uh-uh. Uh, gem. Wait, you don't understand? There was a time that I could not play my song to anybody because I know they're already going to tell me it's whack. Hmm. So I was waiting to make that one that was going to be dope in order to play it for somebody. I had a, a song with Eclipse that time that immediately we were in the studio, I asked Bazini, Bazini was just like, you are an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, they said, oh yeah, you don't need to try the record, I just do, yeah. Bazini, this laughter, he laughed. He killed all my morats with that song. <laughs> he laughed, and Eclipse was the fire that time. Man. Eclipse just said, you know what, let me just do my own. Eclipse can speak English. Let me just do my own, and I'll just be out of here, man. Like, he just went, I mean, fire the bunk crazy, every time, just I was looking. Come, will you relax, my thing is on today. That time, you know, I just... <laughs> but no, see, I don't know. I don't know. It may have funny enough, cool, but that laughter was it was it broke my heart. But you know another thing, it, it gets to what I'm trying to say. Negative energy is also key. Do you understand? Charlie has told me that don't give a fuck about feedback. Feedback shows you have done something. When I made before the sunshine, I played it for Charlie. Charlie said, Charlie does not give a call it. Mm-hmm. I'll still be the executive producer. We're gonna change this, gonna change this. I was like, is he not really say he's not so I was, let me go and change it. Say, bro, drop this shit. Let mm. them be talking about it. Why you go make the next one? Okay. That was it. So yeah. it was almost a matter of just do this one and do the next one. That's why I hate keeping my songs. Because yeah. I feel like one day I'm going to get older. Like now, the project yeah. I had before, before the sun, this, before in CBD2, mm. I don't think anybody would want to hear that project again. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you a question. So what you're trying to say is basically like, you have to prepare yourself by getting at least as small a setup as you can mm. and just keep putting out content. Yeah, sorry, mm. I have a way of digressing. Yeah, no, it's okay. Okay. For, for yeah, that will listen, I'm trying to like, because mm. he has said so many important things. So many important you things. Get, like in this, and I'm, I'm just trying to like, in case someone gets lost in this, yes. I'm like, get yourself prepared, make sure that you have access to record. Like, Show yeah. validation. Do you get me? And then yeah, just keep putting, putting out the record. Sometimes we overthink, we overthink that, okay, when we drop this thing now, 
it has to be our magnum opus. This thing we are dropping yeah. now has to be our reasonable doubt. Mm. It has to be our good kid math. Nah. But last, last, like, if you don't drop it, how would you know that it's going to be your good Exactly. Writer, and and also, sorry, let me just summarize so that it doesn't take long. Okay. The, the whole point about the whole thing, the thing that kept me going was the few people that kept saying, whoa, this was dope. Those few people are not in my target too. I had a song that called, what I was called, You Know Easy To Be Don Jazzy in 2013. I produced it myself. In Calabar, I was collecting 3,000 naira for production without my USB mic. Mm. People were paying. I was making the beat. I just stopped pushing it immediately. I started doing my master's. Like, mm. I stopped all that stuff because it was taking my time. Mm. I was making the beat. I was doing the mixing. I was doing, and the mixing was being explained by somebody else over BBM. And you know that in uh, this thing, the person would draw a curve and snap it and show me that's how they curve. So now my job is to achieve that curve on that mix yeah. to send it back to the person and say, Is that the curve now? Mm-hmm. No, my nini four was on the uh, low end and two is mm-hmm. on the high end. Like my own is to just achieve that curve and make it look like that. And at the end, I just realized, like halfway, all these things just downs on you because, in as much as you know, any job that you are going to do, that you have never done before, you will continuously be learning on the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will, and if you don't take that learning process seriously, you're going to lose out on a lot of things. So, in, in all through all through these times you've put out this project, yeah. the one thing that really, really worked to your advantage was... Was the next one I'm going to do. So, you, you were able to, at some point, show validation yeah. and start chasing, building your own catalogue. Yeah. And then your studio. You were able to find a way to cut costs because... And I'm also looking at it from the financial perspective. But you've already broken it down now. You're able to find a way to cut that important cost. Everything. Off. Down to video shoots. Even my yes, I remember Victor Freestyle making, Friday yes, I remember was just as a result Friday. of not being able to have a music video. And yeah. I just realized, she be all of them, they get 50,000 views for YouTube. Me and get them for Instagram with one minute. And it, it's happening. It worked out for me. At this point, let me say this. I hope every DIY artist is listening to this thing. You know? Niggas are turning setbacks, obstacles to opportunities. Somebody did not have a video. And instead of sitting back crying about how it could not shoot a video, he said, no, let me start making Freestyle Friday skit so that why people are screaming one million videos on YouTube, I'll be screaming cumulatively from 5,000 5, views, I go add my own. Go, oh, he was shit, and, and, and he was and getting me some validation that he thought was exactly. okay. Exactly. So then yeah. not was sharing my stuff without paying him. Like, you know, it was yeah. a, a stuff... If you don't just do it, it will not be there. Like, the truth is, I would like <laughs> to, to, to borrow from this now, like, there was a time when I was really down, when I had just resigned, and I was thinking to myself, okay, what kind of content do I even put out? Because I had gone past the stage of just being sad and thinking, okay, okay, what's working for me? I was not like, okay, wait, let me, let me try and build my followers with content. What am I going to be putting out? Something that shows all the sides of me, because I rap, I produce, I mix. How am mm-hmm. I going to do it? So first of all, I said, okay, on the production side, maybe I will just show that I can chop samples. So I now started this thing called the simple sample chop. So I would like get the sample and make a beat out of it, mm. everything in one minute. I would do a video, show the original sample, show my screenshots from FL, show, like didn't show me in the video, but I would just do some editing, mm. Premiere Pro and stuff. I started the first, did the first episode, nobody really said much about it. Did the yeah. second episode, nobody really said much about it. Then I think the third episode was the one I did where I sampled something from Fela and um, Witchcraft mm. and then I made that beat. The beat was on my Instagram like every other simple sample chop for a while. And then I remember I was called to a session to come and end it. That time I had started talking to people and telling them that you I can mix. Mm. But I was still collecting like peanuts. Mm. But I didn't care. So I used to do all sorts. I would come to your studio, I would engineer your session self. Okay. And after that I would still come back and mix. I'll do all the wala for like thank you. So like I was at that session and then I was supposed to 
arranged it was a serenading company so they had singers that would come and like maybe they can do something nice if you want to propose or something mm-hmm. so they wanted to do a skit to show off their singers so i had to record and engineer the session in that session i noticed somebody that like was singing different from other people was not singing like a choir guy mm-hmm. you get so i called him outside and i was like bro let me guess it. let me guess who is this oxlade <laughs> oxlade <laughs> That's how you met Oxlade. I'm genius. Yeah. I'm so, fucking genius in this shit. So like, yes. I, I, was called, I was like, bro, I'm a, you, you don't sound like these guys. Like, you sound like fucking Ricardo Bank. <laughs> like, that's what I told him. I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just, so we exchange numbers and follow each other on Instagram. Then, I think two days later, that particular beat that I had made, that, I, that came out of me just thinking, what do I start posting on my Instagram now that can be quality content? Mm-hmm. He just hit me up in the DM. I was like, bro, I'm a, I like this beat so much. Please give me these beats. And what I was hoping to achieve with that series was that at some point I'll be able to sell those beats. Mm. We can worry about clearance later. I could just sell the beats and like start making. I was just thinking about making money. That's no, where my mind was. Getting off where you're. And then where. when he first started asking me for the beat, I was reluctant to give him the beat at first because my mind wasn't really thinking collaborate like all these big mm. picture things that we see now. Mm. Like back then, my mind was. What the, how much was I going to collect from who or Oxlade at the time? I mean, All of us were still struggling. Mm-hmm. You get, but I was not seeing straight. But eventually, I don't know. Somehow, somehow, I gave in and I sent him the beat. Mm-hmm. It was when he sent me back the voice note of that. Yeah, you saw them that I knew so that there is fine. that there is something I've been missing out on. Yeah. So like I I say this to say sometimes like when we are in those situations where we feel like where we feel like maybe something cannot come out because uh, because we don't have money that just think about the stuff that you can do like mm. focus on the things that you can yeah, actually yeah. do because the truth is when he sent me that thing i still didn't know what to do with it because it was so it was so fire mm. but it was a voice note i was like okay come through one of these days and record it so he came through and then i remember and he just recorded it on the beat from beginning to end mm. multiple lambas they call it mm. but that was the main thing inside mm. i remember falling on the ground that day he keeps laughing at me when i talk about this thing because that day that was how surprised i was that someone could sing like that yeah so after so that effortlessly, man. it was just in my laptop mm. when i was going to used to do a song go that time half price had never started thinking of coming out so i was just thinking what to do with music and then that's when i now had an idea that wait who is the other rapper that I think is like beginning to pop? There are many of them, but then for mm. some reason, Black Bones came to my mind. Mm. So Black Bones had tried to DM me in 2014 about a song that I did on my project. And he tried to get, get me to give him the beat so he could do a cover. Mm. And then I told him that, yo, it was the same mindset I'm telling you that mm. we, we block ourselves sometimes with certain mindsets. So mm. that's another point I'm trying to make. Yeah. At that time, I didn't really see the good that could come out of collaborating or sending him the beat for him to do a cover. Mm. Now cover now, now everybody they use promote their music now. When mm. you drop, you use your hand to willingly give everybody the beats to go and cover. Yeah. But back then, I didn't see that. I didn't have that foresight. So I mm. said, no, I didn't give him that beat. That's, how the, that's the only conversation we had prior to this one where I called him, I'm like, Bro, I don't know if you know me, but like, you know, let's let's work, let's mm-hmm. do this shit. And then he was down. Another thing that I think made him say yes was because he was also struggling with recording at the time. So he did the I'm here is somebody that, that can record him and that can probably make something good out of the vocals that he was struggling to record. Because he always joked that he recorded his mixtape, last mixtape before that, lying down on a bed with the mic on the bed mm-hmm. to help with the that sound. Was, shout out to Black Moons, mm-hmm. man. That was my you get me, like, though, man. Like, mm-hmm. he, he found a way to do it regardless. Yeah. So when he came through and we're just recording his own stuff, then I played him what will now become Mami Water. Mm-hmm. And then he listened to it and then he was like, what the fuck is going on here? Black Moons pestered my life Continue. for that song. 
I was like, what if I want to use it? <laughs> let, 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 let me point. Let me point out something at this point. I'm, yeah. I'm noticing something amongst. I'm noticing something amongst these artists you're mentioning and the yeah. artists here. El Victor pestered Charlie X. Black Bones pestered Ojini. Ojini pestered Oxlade. Basically, there's a pestering. You get me? It's the hustle. There's the hustle. There's the hustle. You have to if come you, out of that. You have to squeeze like, stone. You have come to come out and be like, yo, man, what can I actually do? Okay, let me forget the things that I cannot do. Okay, what are yeah. the things that I can do? And you do them very well. Like, anytime I, I feel I'm not putting out enough, like, quality content or something, I remember that till now, Lassisi still doesn't shoot any high quality video. Man, and it's trending. Like, Lassisi of 2 point something million followers has never shot a video. Yo, Victor, when we were in the car, camera. when we were in the car, Victor, you talked about. We all found, how, we all found about, that app. Before yo, Victor, him. You, talked about, <laughs> you talked about how comedians are the kings of the game. Yeah. How um, artists have a lot to learn from comedians. And yeah. in a way, I think so. That's what I'm saying. So. Like, just focus on the things that you can focus, do. Because these guys, you see them, they focus on what they can do. Yeah. I've seen a comedian that blew up by shooting videos on an Android phone. It took one of my guys to. One of my guys legit saw his hustle and saw what he was doing. I was like, you, I fucks with you. and bought him an iPhone. No need to mention names. That guy is a yeah. big Instagram comedian today, yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it always finally boils down to looking at your situation, starting from where you are and doing the most you can. Facts. But the most Let's important thing is people have to... I don't want see what you can do. I don't want us to digress much. Um, the topic for today is why you shouldn't focus on a record deal. Can can you know, talk wait, wait, Charlie, what's the expense of your, the podcast? No, there's no explanation, Papa. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, because, yeah. because you know, just to have a sense, we don't you, use you know, you just say yeah, something yeah, yeah. about black ones. Another thing is that if you are doing this and you don't find people that is chasing it or people that is as hungry as you are, yeah. you are going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Is it that you find yeah, yeah. somebody that is young that is not even hungry and make that person hungry so that he will follow you and go and hunt? But, but I still believe that. I still believe that before you start finding people, find yourself. No, exactly. no. I, I if, if you found yourself and you rub because off against, ah, you're sharpening your. That's what I said. If you yeah. rub off against, maybe you are finding it and your niggas are not in that line. Mm. I, I, I get what I get. You are not going to go. Yeah. I get, but in all this, I, I, I feel like two of you have a place where your points collide. Yeah. If you are saying, um, Bazin is saying, find yourself, which is very important. Yeah. You won't even be able to know who is on your list. You won't even. You won't be able to. You cannot share yourself. Because don't if, have if yourself. you found where you're going and you know your direction, when you see it in someone else, you mm-hmm. now know this is the guy to befriend, this is mm-hmm. the guy to get close to and all that yeah. stuff. So at the end of the day, I feel like when you connect to who you are and then you now begin to say, okay, like, what are the things that I can do? Mm-hmm. I know I have limitations, but what are the things that I can actually do? And you start doing it. People respect that when they look at you, they know that you cannot do this thing. But you're finding a way to do it. People love it so People much. Respect it, yeah. Like there's something again that like if you're promoting a song, for instance, and then we know that you don't have money to shoot video. Like most artists, everybody already has an idea that it takes millions to shoot a decent video that will be on TV. But then if you're an artist, you've not yet shot the video, but then you are finding creative ways to promote your promote your song online, or maybe you are doing some extraordinary stuff. People will most likely even fuck with your shit just of the strength of trying to support what it is you are doing. Mm. Like not even because the music is good or because they like. Or just it. based on based on the effort you're you putting. You get a lot of yeah. people call it pity, call it sympathy, whatever it is, but the numbers are coming. You get so at the end of the day, it's human nature. I think naturally people, army. exactly naturally people because at the time those people begin yeah, to feel. people root for the underdog. Exactly. Somebody somebody sent me an a DM on Twitter today. It was like Baba. What's up, man? Forgive me your WhatsApp. Ordinarily, I felt like I don't know you, but yeah. the minute I just screwed up, I saw that in 2016, this guy was okay or your post produced mm-hmm. by Sinez. 
I just said, man, thank you for supporting me since and assisting, bro. I gave him my WhatsApp, gave him everything. These are the energy I need close. Like, you know, understanding yourself means understanding your energy, just like you said. Yeah. But another thing is that the, how long, you know that the vibe could be sweet right now, and the next minute is sour. You see every reason to quit that thing you're doing. Every dog. You mean Alpha. like, are you talking about the, your career as a whole? No, like, I'm talking about the drive, you know, like, do-it-yourself part. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. there's no one of us that have not gotten that, man, fuck this shit, let yeah, me just yeah, do yeah, this yeah. shit. That, that, I feel like that thing, is, that thing is a very wide conversation because even prior to this, you have talked about the issue of validation. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, I wanted to throw the question again, you are to you, Alpha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you did you have a phase a validation phase a phase where oh my god I don't believe in my shit because I think every creative goes through that point you have of, to oh my god I don't believe in this thing yeah. well enough and you need somebody to just like is this good like is okay. this good like let it not be like yeah. I'm deceiving myself I actually did there's one thing that I went to the first time I think I actually found myself at a, a record label office a proper record label office. I don't know what I, I forgot what I went to do the other day. I think they wanted to have a meeting or something about signing. But I entered one office and then I saw, I think it was from their meeting that morning. Mm. It was still on the whiteboard. Five stages in the development of an artist. Mm. So validation was one of them. It was like early. Like mm. when you, after you discover what you can do, mm. the next one is validation. And validation is wide. From the guy next to you telling you, hmm, that's fire. Mm-hmm. To the people you actually send the song to telling you whether it's fire or not. Mm-hmm. All that is under the validation mm-hmm. stage. So yes, I did. And there's one example that comes to mind. On my half price projects, there's a song called Ocean Boy. Mm-hmm. And that Ocean Boy is kind of like what I used to... When I started now doing shows, and that's what I would use to close my sets. And it used to be bonkers. Like anytime mm-hmm. the thing came on, like it used to be crazy. So... I remember when I finished making that song because I used to believe in myself so much when I'm making some weird beats that almost this beat is weird though, but people might like it. But it got to a point when I had like gotten to where people started asking me to bring money to go to radio or like when I really saw what this industry was mm. and I started second guessing everything that I was doing. Started thinking maybe I'm not making enough Afro beats. I'm not like doing enough like commercial type sound. Mm. So when I made the beat for this Ocean Boy song. I legit just looked at it. I was like, "This is fire, but nobody's hearing it." Put it in my nobody ain't gonna never hear this folder. Mm. I actually came back, recorded the whole song to it, recorded the song, but I still kept it. Before you leave today, I need to see that folder, man. I'm gonna pick some one or two it's stuff. In my, it's in my Windows laptop. It's not here. Niggas, niggas, everybody have it. Niggas, everybody have that first. Niggas, I listen to this podcast. I'm actually saying the truth. Guess we will think it's one of those things. Well, like, okay. Well, like, we all have that folder. After you'll be surprised when you visit that folder. You get I don't me. even want to bring out that my you laptop. Get me. Because like, it's almost like unfinished, unfinished songs exactly. that if you try and finish it was, right now. It was now. a guy, it was one of my guys that just randomly came to see me one day. And you know how when you're an artist, your guys would have heard all your music unsolicited or solicited. Yeah. Whether they like it or not, they must hear your shit. Why are you my guys? <laughs> you are not hearing my shit. So I played him Ocean Boy. You know and then the guy yeah. listened to it and then he was like, when did you make this shit? Mm. I told him when. And he was like, when are you putting it out? I was like, put what out? Shout, out, did, shout when, out to all those friends you that, me. that asked that question. Shout what out are Fortune. You that's, that's the actual guy. That shout out Fortune, man. Fortune, not your new solo. But on the, on, the, on the flip side, yeah. remember how Whiskey said, even solo say, I don't go blue, Fortune say, I go blue. You get me? You get me? Like, the, the whole idea was that he, he pushed and then at the end of the day, I said, okay, no, you know what? I'll put this song on my album. And when I put it on the album, it did well. So, 
that validation i really wish that that part of us as human beings could be tweaked but there's nothing we can do about it i feel like i feel somebody described it as the curse of the creative you get me yeah, like it just like, comes with everybody cre- but, but that's the thing to be to, to to create is to be godlike but god never sought validation from anybody but then again this is a this is a whole wide, different, this conversation. Is a whole different conversation but i picked something for what you said yeah. because that's the reason why we have people like Kanye west that's why people like travis scott you see all those guys initially when they started doing all the weird stuff that is making them stand out now a lot of people would probably and they continue, and they continue doing what they continue doing it like i'm sure i'm sure there was no sensible ear now that i've listened to it with and heartbreaks and i've said yo this is a great album let's put it out <laughs> i'm not sure they wouldn't have heard, they wouldn't have seen what it, and because this is just, this is why uh, it bothers me a lot that the people that tell the stories of artists are not the artists themselves exactly because i don't know if this thing i don't know if this thing happens to you but like the bunch of songs i write but that the bunch of songs that come to my mind that they don't just come as audio files, they come as video files, they come as they come as an entire, they come as performances, they come as everything. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I see my, I see the full picture. I see everything. Like yeah, I see yeah. everything down to even the video, down to the way I will promote it, down to the way, down to, down to the press release. Everything yeah, comes yeah. at once sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like it's always a disservice to the creator when other people tell stories of the creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? This is what they, I feel. They, they always tell it how they feel it should be. Yeah. But they're not in your head. They're not in your head. They don't see that full yeah. picture. This is why I feel like to the to the um to the to even to the tiniest extent, I feel like artists should try as much as possible to squeeze out all the stories that are in their head. We should not just confine our stories to audio files. Like yeah. a bunch of you know like a bunch of um, players in the industry will want yeah, to see, you understand? Agree, but agree, we should not just confine our stories I to audio agree. files because these stories come in, they come in MP3s, they come in MP4s, they come in, they come in different mediums, they come in, you know, they come in so many things. Your art, your art, your art should have feeling. Now. It's yeah. not even these days. It's not even about who rhymes the best or who spits the best. It's yeah. about who believes what you're selling. Back to the back to the topic of this podcast. Why yeah, you should focus? Why you yeah, focus? Yeah, I was going to even say uh, that. Let's move. Just we have we have kind of. Delved into all the I know you can but it's good. I feel like it's good. I believe yeah. no, no, we're not chopping anything. They're going to hear a draw. I believe that the artists that are listening, this this DIY um, artist yeah. podcast is for artists. Yeah. I believe that the artists that are listening to this can follow our train. They can of follow, yeah, they can follow our train of thought. If now you've come you've come this far, yeah, Alpha, yeah. how many projects deep in the game? Yeah, um, I have I have five that are out. Five that are out. Oh, Victor, you have four projects yeah. that are out. It, at the starting stages of your career, you've already highlighted that you, I mean, you were chasing MI with your rap versus harassing MI. I was chasing everybody, not just yeah, MI. And, and also, and you're, you're still chasing them too. Today. Also, no, no, you also Which get to that good. stage. Man, no, no, this, no get this. Yeah. You know, there's a stage, that's what I'm telling you, the stage where you feel like everything you say should tag so so and so person for them to see what you do and yeah. all that stuff. I've come to realize it. All those people you are chasing, at the end of the day, if you catch them, what, who else to be chasing, right? You still come back and chase fans. So, <laughs> this is this Mama, have a podcast episode titled Don't Chase Shoes, Chase Fans. We get me legit. Fans. Don't chase, chase fans, chase fans because the fans is where that's, following. You the that's where the market is. Why, why do you think Jaco has three back to back platinum albums with no features? And there's no whack Jaco song because why is Jaco apart from the fact that it's Jaco? <laughs> I'm a Jeko stan. Yeah. I cannot watch Jeko film. Like if Jeko drops it, I will buy it. I will buy it so that so that someone that will come here and say so that somebody, you nobody can say you that. Find that's, that's how fans are. Like that's how fans are. If Alpha. you notice, like okay. that's anybody that has like 
let's say let's but, that's what fandom means that's what it is yeah like you had somebody you like the person's music you don't want them to fail you don't want them to fail you want anytime they are in conversation they are always talked about positively if there's anything you can do to fix it you will contribute to it that's what this day somebody will tell you that they're a fan and they will come and drag you on twitter i'm like how you're not a fan you're just you're just a random guy you know that it takes it takes some level of fanning el victor to call me obu Obu! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All, I, I, I don't write myself as Obu. Yeah. It's all buried in my lyrics. Yeah, and yeah. for you to call me Obu, it means need to kago my fan. One just, day, just, it's just, Obu. It's just, it's just like when the chicks call me Bazi Baby. And what so, the? It's like, it's like when I step on stage and they say Bazi Mwa. Yeah, yeah, I step yeah, on stage yeah. and they, I need to my fan. But anyway, um, Alpha, why would you, after having come thus far, yeah, yeah. what would you say to an artist on the come up? whose interest is, from an artist's perspective, yeah, I've yeah. listened to this conversation from an investor's perspective, a media person's perspective, and, yeah. you know, much appreciated. But now let's talk about the artist. What would you say to an artist on the come up that's chasing a record deal? Well, why, 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 why should, should their focus be on a record deal? If yes, why? If no, why? Okay. Yeah. As someone who has, who has actually been, who has actually been approached by more, more than a couple record labels has not signed yet. <laughs> it would be stupid of me to come here and say yes, chase record deals because where's my own record deal you get? So mm. obviously, first of all, my answer is you shouldn't be chasing a record deal. In the in the starting stages, in the starting, in the starting stages, stages. and then the reason why is every record deal is a deal, and nobody will craft a deal that favors you. If you're not the one that crafted the deal, don't expect the deal to favor you. Mm. Like if a record label presents you a document, like it's favoring them, no matter how many pages long it is, no matter what they say, they are the sweetness. So the first thing, that's the first thing you need to know. Then secondly, that's that record deal that you're chasing. What are you actually chasing? What do you want? Mm. Because that's something that I, I think one of the first conversations I had with MI, and I asked him like, all these people that are trying to sign me, they are not sure. And I say, what do you want? Because that's the first question. You are, there are some artists that you see now that that they are essentially their own machine. They are signed to labels, but they are their own machine. People like Chance the Rapper, people like John Bellion, like K Dot, Kendrick Lamar. You get me? Fifty like, Cent said it in an interview when he I'm sorry, he was talking with his artist and he said that they should peep the way Kendrick moves. That Kendrick moves and TDE moves. Not TDE does not move and Kendrick moves. You get me? Kendrick and moves and TDE moves. If not, if not, if not for those people, we won't even know these labels. So that that's what I'm trying to essentially say. At the end of the day. When you when you assess yourself and ask yourself what you want, that's when you'll be able to actually know whether you need a deal or not. How will you know? Mm. First of all, you have to build yourself up to a level where you don't necessarily need a label to survive. Like if you are collaborating. Sorry, please. What does building yourself up to that level? Yeah, building yourself up to that level means first of all putting out content, discovering who you are as mm-hmm. an artist, mm-hmm. continuously putting out content, growing your fan base. Because sometimes when we speak about these things, they look so vague. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what someone like Odunsi the Engine does now, or mm-hmm. maybe Santi, mm-hmm. all those guys are people that they basically build the cult following around them. Like when they were in school, for instance, maybe because some of them schooled abroad and then they started this thing in school and mm-hmm. then maybe they were going for shows. People who had already started fucking with them from way back. Mm-hmm. So eventually, when they drop music that is not popular, like like popular music, like mm. pop or Afrobeat, mm. it is those people 
that they've built up as a fan base that, that will give them, them the numbers. And then the other people now start to watch. Have. Who is this guy that people are supporting? Exactly. And he so now comes up with copy music. Like you know, so Amadi, for instance, when he came, maybe anytime he comes to Nigeria, it's almost as if R. Kelly has come to Nigeria. Mm. Because Damn. the same way you are pursuing OAPs, OAPs are pursuing him. Why? Because everybody's platform, they are seeking premium content. Mm. So at the end of the day, if you've positioned yourself as the flag bearer of premium content, they will pursue you. Mm. So well, when you get to that level, like if you keep putting out content and people are watching you from afar and it's like, oh, this guy, this guy, put him anywhere, he will survive. Put him anywhere, he will sprout. They know you don't need them as much. But they know in the back of their mind that they need you for their platform. Yeah, but they don't tell it to you. They won't tell that's, you. That's, that's, that's counter. You get it, but, but what happens? The deal becomes fairer. Mm. Exactly. Eventually, they will come to you. They will ask you, okay, what do you want? And then you can now decide, do I want distribution? Do I want a, exposure? Do I want exposure? Do I want financing? Mm. You get me? Then you guys can work out the deal. So sometimes, just going to a record level and signing a 360 deal, you might think that's what you want. But that's not what you want. Again. Wait, first of all, just for the can, can anybody explain? Because I've heard 360 deal a lot of yeah. times, mm. and in my own grasp, yeah. I know that 360 deal is just slavery, like eleven months. <laughs> but wait, you yeah, yeah, wait. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm no, just being very, saying, very I'm laughing because I feel like you are correct. 360 deal. Anybody that gives me 360 deal right now, it'll be like you are trying to also help me gather my raps. But I feel right now I have known my raps. And if you want to give me a deal, it has to be in union with what I already have. Do you understand? Then we work together and build what you are wanting. The 316 deal is more, is more the, the, um, the technicalities are more legal than... But one thing you should just know about 360 deals is this. The label does more for you in terms mm-hmm. of even down to your development as an artist, okay. which is something that on a normal day, a label should not be doing for you. Yes, that development deals where, you, like the kind of deal, like who was this artist like that was discovered off YouTube, where the label just, in, was it Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber where was the label just initially yeah. just gave him some money to just, you know, upgrade equipment and everything and continue focusing on his development up until he was ready to come out into the limelight. Right. Label. The label basically becomes your mama and your papa in layman terms. But when they, when you now start making your money, they depend into every second. That's, 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 that's to say that, that's to say that the 360 Nigerian deal is not really the 360 deal. Wait, no, think about it. Think about it. If you think about it, if you think about it, the label is right. Let's not kid ourselves. Exactly. If they fulfill their obligations by developing you and doing everything, it's it's only right that they they give their hands. Understand? Three sixty deal means like you know how it means like round three sixty. Yeah, but why money from every stream of income? Okay, Mm -hmm. now now why I'm I'm saying why I initially said three sixty deal, I always see it as slavery deal. Even though I don't like all this deal stuff, I read it you know just to enrich myself yeah. what i'm saying so is that el victor right now what where is the development going to come if you offer me a tristity deal but that's the thing you now you've already put in nobody i don't think anybody in their right minds have done their research mm. any label executive that have done their research will look at you and offer you a tristity deal do you know why because you have done the hard work you've put out how many projects all on your own you've carved out a niche for yourself you've put out a culturally relevant project yes. such that i can look at you now i see you now in a victor i don't just see an artist, I see a billboard. I see a blank billboard. I can use you to sell so many brands. I can use you to sell Hero. I can tell you, okay, look, we're trying to market to the Eastern community. El Victor can be, do you understand? Exactly. I can pick out, and that's, that's, exactly. that's basically what You know, you know that's, 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 that's what I'm bringing it up, because this is do it your own. Like, yeah. every, do it your own comes with the reason why we avoid label. Like, the first label that approached me said I should change my name. 
That's because they feel like change my that's, name. What? That's because whatever vision it is that they had for you, they felt that they needed that to happen for them to. But now, why that can't happen? Because like, you've communicated the vision. You have, you have not been able to well use enough. your name that you really want to use to yeah. sell yourself to your fans, and you've gotten to eleven. Now we get the picture. Because if you think about it, the record. I, I, I don't. I don't particularly subscribe to the mentality of artists bastardizing labels. No, no, I'm not no, bastardizing. No, no. What I'm just saying is that so many labels are not really labels. That's the point I'm trying uh, to make. Hey, it's not left for you. It's not. Left. See, do you know? Uh, it's in, why we're scared of see, deals. Uh, do you know? Do you know that? Do you know that? Uh, I feel like a combi- This combination can work. An artist with vision can work with a label that does not have vision. It's facts. Fact, because yeah, yeah. if fact. you have a strong vision as an artist, you will coordinate that label. Provided the label has funds, yeah, you will coordinate that label, give them vision, and it, they will it, see your vision. A lot of artists that you even see now that are sort of independent, what's really happening is it's that they an have a bunch of guys that an are supporting person them. that really knows their way around. That's probably acting as their manager or management, or essentially yeah. their label self. Yes, is receiving funds from a sponsor. And, and making all the moves. You by understand? the way, by the way, we're going to talk about that. By the way, we're going to talk God about this that's, later. That's a new structure. That's a new I wanted structure us to talk about. There are two types that. of structures that I wanted us to talk about. There's one more and this one. And please remind me after this particular session okay. of conversation. I wanted us to talk about that. But yeah, back to what on we're saying. Like, on this podcast, okay. on this podcast, back to what we're saying. Uh, 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 Victor, you've carved out a niche for yourself. I feel like a a a a. a which is the aim of this podcast. I want artists to go back home and think about what they can do for themselves. Vision, visionary artists plus um, labor we don't get vision. Pardon my, pardon my, but we get funds. Can work. It can work. But labor we get funds plus vision. Jam artists we don't get vision. It problem the day. Problem the day because you can you can lead a horse to the you can lead a but horse to the stream. But you force it to drink water. If you work with an artist that does not have vision, it's frustrating. That one is facts. Because how can you how can, one of the most difficult things you producer you can attest to yeah, this? Yeah. One of the most difficult things is to transfer what is in one mind yeah, to another to mind. mind yeah. so you feel the here to, 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 for your mind. And that is the get, yeah, exactly. You understand? And there is always. And no matter how you talk, if you guys. But isn't that the beauty of art? No, that it depends. That can in perception. Happen. That can happen. <laughs> but then, at the end of the day, like he, the example he used might be too like simple. Mm. That there, there, there's legit this problem between artists and record labels sometimes. Like what he's trying to explain goes yeah. deeper. Like you sign an artist and then you the artist you doesn't have vision. You have the label has a vision, but the artist doesn't. The artist is talented though. Yes. But the artist doesn't even know what the fuck they want to do with their music. I feel like as an artist, you owe it to first and foremost yourself. Yeah. To have a sense of vision. Secondly, owe it to your mother and your father. Because think about it where we're coming from as Nigerians. Baba, you have to make it for your people, Lou. Because if you don't make it for your people, no your cap. people go cast. You know understand? No you know what me and mama yeah. cast for street. No yeah. You understand? You have to take care of your people. Yeah. So you owe it to yourself first and foremost. You owe it to your mom and your dad. And you owe it to the people supporting you to have a sense of vision. Otherwise, somebody can just come up tomorrow and produce something that seems like vision and you feel like because you want to cash out you key into that vision and then tomorrow it doesn't work and you come on the gram or on twitter and start screaming about how they did not give you car they did not give you house and like that was going to make the music better as if, uh, like that was going to make the music was, better whenever artists do this thing it make it breaks my <laughs> heart because i'm like guy how can a car okay does it how can, how can we convert car to music the technology is not here yet to convert car to music to convert house to music dog people make see you can see there's technology I listen, sorry, this is sorry, the cheapest time ever. 
to make music. That USB microphone well, I listen to buy for twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. USB microphones on Amazon. Fuck. And everybody so have easy. laptop now. It's so easy. Laptops are so accessible. So like, and we're talking about this thing prior to um, beginning this podcast in the days when Mood Nine, Mood Nine put out how many projects? By the way, shout out to Mood Nine. Shout okay. out to Mood Nine, yeah, man. <laughs> they don't say this thing enough. Yeah. yeah shout out to Mood Nine. Yeah. How many have, projects have, in the time when it was not easy? In the time when it was for him to be grinding and be going. In the time when you know, you know the resilience, you know the tenacity, the strength of character that Mudnai would have had. You know, people, you know how many people, and that was when the, um, that was when, do 10 that was when the ideology of Raph oh. needed to work for Nigeria was prevailing. That was when so they even rocket man disarm and can't reply and with that classic elbow room. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. You understand? That was when the prevalent mentality was Raph needed to work for Nigeria, but somebody did this thing well enough to um um how many projects more than 13 studio projects more than 13 studio projects um jay-z how many projects does jay-z have how many projects does recross have how many projects does Khalid have okay now even if mudnai did not really see money then but you know that right now if mudnai is willing mudnai has mudnai basically has a brand waiting for him to fill the shoes or the godfather of this game i don't know am i screams it every day in his raps, in his tweets, everything about how Mood Nine is the godfather of the game, you understand? So basically, I just feel like artists should be able to have a sense of vision prior to partnering with anybody. And exactly. also, prior and to that's the right word, that's the way of partnering. But, but yeah. in this age now, there's no deal that an artist should sign that should be nothing more than a partnership. Because at the end of the day, like, if you're signing a deal with somebody, you can't be as clueless as the person signing a deal with you that means they're just going to, like, handle everything basically that you're doing like i don't know how to explain this but if you're an artist already has a direction yeah, has, it, an has, it, that has a place that you're going is tweeting for him. oh my god like, say, have... please say it again in this person he does not tweet yeah. no, somebody's tweeting for him these are artists that they are spending millions on that they're shooting his video is being shot with 2.5 million i used to manage Oh God! Like he does not tweet because somebody is tweeting for him. My God! The point about do it yourself also comes with the fact that there is a chain, and once you break that chain, you have to rebuild the chain before the chain connects. So you can you don't expect to live four years and come back and everybody appreciate you for leaving us alone. Do you understand? Is do it yourself is a reason why you should strike a balance where you can be continuously doing it for yourself. Hmm. Any day you stop believing in yourself, a lot of people stop believing in you as well. So whenever you come back, it's even harder for it's even hard, it's even easier to start up than to come back. Yeah, coming back is in a very saturated business like music is difficult because attention is what everybody is trying to get. <clears throat> At the end of the day, like attention, that's the reason why Mark Zuckerberg can never be poor anymore because he has a lot, he has attention. Get me, he has a, get me like any people that make all the things that have our attention. This 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 conversation is having so many so many so many rich, I, I love so many rich digressions. It's, it's crazy. But I was this crazy for this because I'm swamped like you know yeah. with my nine to five, yeah. which is also do it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get a job. Day, at the end of the day, that we said this, we said we said this thing before. I used to have this conversation with some of my guys when I just quit my job recently. I was like, okay. Now I can even say I had a plan to an extent. When I was working, I said, okay, let me be saving small, small money so that at least, even if it's the first rent that I'll pay after I resign, I can pay that one. Then know how, <laughs> I know how you know how we are moving on from there, you get. But to an extent, I could say I have a plan, even though the plan, if they bring financial forensics into it, they will, <laughs> they will probably find a lot of problems no. with the plan, but at least I had a plan. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least I had a plan. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what what I can say is like you can't say you want to do this music DIY mm. without being practical. So you have to actually sit down and ask yourself. Result okay, is eminent. How am I going to be able to sustain myself while I make this music? Yeah. Am I ready to play the long game and wait for this thing to bring returns later? What will I be doing in the meantime? Do I have a nine to five? If I don't have a nine to five, can I start a business? If I can't start a business, can I learn a skill that I can convert to cash? Like that thing is very important. A lot of people underrated, but then how do you expect the average artist that all they know how to do is sing and record music to mm. make money? Because a lot of them don't have money for anything. Like when I see some artists that hit me up in my DM and they're asking me to mix a song for them for free or or can I get the verse for free? And I go and check your Instagram profile. There's some, people that, there's some people that even if you have 300 followers but if i see the kind of content that is on your page mm. and i listen to your music you can tell the and it's dope and i can tell where you're going i'm like i don't mind being a part of your story bro send me the music. shout out to my homie dr bars dr bars is a creative from P. you get me like you know bars is, bars is, dr. Bars is, doing bars something is a fucking legend, legend. every time you. that's the comment i leave in all dr bars do you know, when we did um my first concert i did in room with ph Dr. Bars was begging to come on stage. Wow. It amazes me till today. If I see Dr. Bars, I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah, Dr. Bars was built up. He came that day, he, he saw, he saw what was, he saw what was going on. And I could tell just by looking at him that something had changed in this guy's eyes. Fast forward one year, two years later, Dr. Yeah. Bars had become that guy now and is basically a He's doing his own concert the, now. He has it behind bars, every, a concert every year, started. like it's not even a joke. Yeah. When we went to PH and we, we met in person, I was like Bro, you don't even understand what you are doing. I right know the now. best part. You know the best part. He's doing it. He started that thing where he was with what he had. With what he had in where he was. Alpha Genie, please tell me again that money is problem. Say it, say it, let me say it, let me, <laughs> say it, let me slap some. Money is exactly. money is not a problem. Apart, apart, from, start apart from starting where he apart from starting what he had, he started where he was. Where he was. A lot of people have this misconception that Lagos has to be the place. No. Because I had it too, so I can say for a fact that a lot of people had actually, that actually, in the defense of anybody that was thinking that Lagos was the place, bro. Like internet, I, 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 I was part of it. If you didn't go through that, see, they're better internet. Well, even, people, <laughs> even people in the world was in Atlanta and knew that Lagos was the place. Bro, Lagos is really I'll be honest, you came to Lagos. That's yeah. where you are. Exactly. Lagos is not the place. We are not trying to say that. We are not trying to say that Lagos is not the place. Lagos is the place. Lagos is, but don't think that where you are now is not also the priority should be to run to come to Lagos. No, no. Not when you come all. here, you discover that Transport you, you are just alone. one tiny drop in okay, the fucking ocean. You don't even know whether you are going to make any head. I want to tell you something. 2015, NSC artist Street Cipher, I came to Lagos. Go ahead. It's one hour. Eubles. Payback was giving Eubles his tape. Symphony and there's one of his yeah. tape with Charlie X. Like he had it in a bag. Payback was not supposed to be there. It was not called up. Like I was the person that said, because I don't know Road for Spirit, then Payback follow me. Mm-hmm. When we got there, Payback was very ready. He had his CDs in his pack. He was listening to his music. Like some guy had his car. He begged the guy to allow him to play the tape in the car. They were playing his tape. Like everybody was, it was Payback. Like at that point, I was looking at this young nigga, like attracting like 50 people listening Look to up, the You gotta hustle. You gotta you hustle. Know, when we met Iblis, People came out immediately with your CD, yo, please, if you're in a car, just listen to my CD. Iblis now said, after I introduced myself as only boy, I wanted to play mm-hmm. the race card. Mm-hmm. Like, Iblis now said, okay, keep on your CD now. 
as it was. I don't get that. You know what it is, Just You got to be prepared. In Lagos, don't be whether they call Luke Bridge. You get me now. You have to be prepared. Next time I came back to Lagos, what I was thinking is that people in Lagos were not even working as hard as they are supposed to. Like, they just have everything on their table. It was a lesson for you. It was an eye-opener because... At that point in time, I went and built more. Do you know what I was thinking? Every time I keep thinking, what if Ice Prince call you now and make you come in studio, come for us? You go come there, come there, say, where that gap, they rap, they rhyme with rap. Like, is that what you really want to be doing? Like, you want to have that muscle memory that turns you to one ninja like that. Yeah. And all that is, for no label, no record label is going to do that for you that anymore. Yeah. Like back in the days, they say a record label buy this person house, you equip and with studio. You go. These days, every record label will buy me house now. My studio at the carry condo. And also, people forget <laughs> that when rec- if, I, if, I'm a record, if I'm a record company owner and if I sign an artist today and I pay for your house to, for you, you're owing me already. That's facts, You're owing me already. Already, man. Like, something, already. Something, something, yeah. People I, I, forget I, I, this I, I, thing. It's not easy for you. I think this thing even goes back to the fact that the average Nigerian youth that is not really exposed feels like. The marker for success is being able to make so much money without working hard. Yeah. Like there's this mentality. That's the reason why a lot of us worship like Yahoo boys. Like you find a lot of them have millions of followers. It's not because some of us, some of us that follow, I, I don't even follow anybody. But some of us that follow them, I don't know whether you say you are entertained. What are you entertaining yourself with? Like I'm saying this because this is the conversation that was buzzing on Twitter today. Mm. But where I'm trying to go with this is that some people legit feel that when a record label signs them it's over you are made they <laughs> are supposed to hand over their ability to take let me for just, wait, themselves prior, um, in line with the conversation in line with what you said let me just say this there is no shortcut to success in life there's none regardless of whether no, no matter, cap. let me you, whether if you like Opportunity means Julie, prepared. If you like, yes, uh, even like Yahoo, I mean, but even Yahoo has hard work. Oh. You have to work. Even Yahoo has hard work. There's no way that you will sit down like this. And there's nobody the waited. It's in, the, it's in the Bible. Nobody waited and money came. I think came. I'm... Okay. Nobody waited and money came and knocked on their door. <laughs> you have to work out. And if you're not ready to work out, poverty is going to meet you. It's that simple. Fast, you understand? So anybody that has made it in this life, to a certain degree, had worked out. Now, the moral conversation of the route which they took to success, that one is a relative conversation. Yeah, that one and is something... There's so many people. You understand? There are so but many nuances to that. But it, this guy in his book, Stephen Covey, Stephen Covey talked about principles that, you know, hold lives together. One principle about the issue of success, one principle is that hard work translates to success. It's simple. Even if tomorrow my child inherits money where I drop for him, if he no work out, that money will lose. It will lose. Not pure. Anything, anybody where you see... We have seen that over and over again. People who could not handle their finances. Anybody you see doing something worthy of note today worked hard. Doing something what they worked hard. Whether you might agree with the route, they, whether you agree with the route they took or they didn't know, one thing you cannot disagree with is the effort that it took them to get to that point. Exactly. Uh, but, and if you disagree with it, if you disagree, because <laughs> I, read, I read an article yesterday about truth being relative. If you disagree with it, put in the effort and watch how long it takes you. Everything in this life requires effort. We said we're going to talk about um, 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 Structure. Deferring structures, yeah, and yeah. this we are getting to the um, we're yeah, getting yeah. to the wrap up um, side of this podcast. Yeah. The angry mob, um, you know the angry mob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He tweeted something one time that I thought was a gem, but of course these gems usually get lost in you know Twitter. Twitter is like an ocean of deferring opinions, opinions crashing. But I thought that thing was a gem the day I saw it. He said artists should see themselves like businesses. Yeah. And 
as such register themselves and their brands as businesses then keep working hard growing like every other normal business while going around looking for investors to sell shares of their business to I thought that was a very very iconic man, I thought yeah. that was a very iconic that's some business quote I thought that was a very iconic funny enough he tweeted this thing about in 2018 or so I've forgotten but I thought that was a very iconic angle to look at the artist's yeah. business structure that is from the artist's perspective then also from the media perspective I see that one person that's really doing this very well is Bizo. Yeah, I see that Bizo, not just Bizo, there's Bizo, there's a bunch of other people I've observed in other um, industries, even in Kenya and everything. You see that these guys are big media guys that have connect, yeah, you understand? Yeah. And their connect give them the leverage to speak to the investor side and speak to the, the artist, artist side. side. Yeah, exactly. So they serve as a middle bridge, yeah, you yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. So the artist doesn't necessarily have to know the investor or be friends with the investor, but the middle guy, secures the interest of both the investor and the, and the artist. And the investor is sure that the money is actually being well spent. And I read I read it I read a while ago that the perfect A and R No, I didn't I didn't read this. It was a hand that mentioned it. That the perfect A and R is somebody that is low enough to speak with the artist and high enough to speak with the investor. Doesn't mean that artists cannot be high enough. I'm, yeah, not, trying yeah, yeah. To, I'm not trying to downgrade artists. But, yeah. but I'm just saying that and and you see that that's you know, A&Rs have an opportunity to... But isn't that the people you're supposed structure. to be chasing rather than be chasing accomplished artists because you want to be like... Artists, that. don't chase anybody. Chase <laughs> yourself. Chase yourself. So that they don't... They'll find you. Artists, you, you chase you yourself. Know, you know, there's this, there's this thing that always happens. I don't know. Like, since we're allowed to share personal experiences here, when I was about to drop my, my most recent album, Chameleon, Damn. funny enough, I was still thinking to myself that, come, I know that to an extent, I have learned a lot about how to do stuff on my own and all that stuff and all that we need people then i i i, I thought to my before even the whole idea of like what to do if you want your stuff playlisted and all mm. that like all that conversation to me i feel like a lot of the stuff i know about it now i still even learned about it even very recently mm. because all these things like every day you see something new that challenges your beliefs of mm. like maybe even two months ago yeah. so before i dropped chameleon i was still of the belief that yo i really needed someone to like help me playlist the songs on these mm. things i could get some streams and i chased people like i chased I remember leaving in like emails. You will see emails. People, people reply like people legit getting tired of my emails. Mm. So it now got to a point where I was like, okay. And if you want to, see, when you mentioned visual, I thought of it as like, mm. if you want to create this category of like A and that are high enough to be the investor mm. and they have their finger on the pulse. Mm. I've been here for a long time. Bizul is one of the business that examples guy. you get. Bizzle, so Bizzle is that guy. I remember how I finished the album and in my whole sending it to people for their private feedback before I dropped the album. Mm. I sent it to Bizu. And his reaction is something that I'll never forget because in my mind I'm like, I hadn't spoken to Bizu before then. Mm. Like it's not like we had any prior relationship or anything. Mm. In fact the only chain of relationship you could even build is that I was beginning to work on Oxlade's music mm. and he was working with Oxlade. Yeah. But we had never met, we had never mm. spoken. In fact he had never called my name for anything. So after I now sent him that private link. He's someone that I just thought you send the link, then maybe check your DM next week to see if he replied or something. Yeah. But for someone like him, I feel the reason why they are so successful is because they actually check out the work. Mm. Then if they don't like it, they can just ghost. But then if they do, they will follow through mm. and maybe leave an impression or something. Mm. Because I was so shocked when he got back to me, was like, oh, this shit is fire. I was like, mm. 
oh what you actually even listen to this shit mm. and then that's when he actually said drop your number i'll call you and then i dropped my number he calls me and we have a conversation and that's when i now knew that yo if you actually like first of all do all the things we've been saying in this podcast mm. now like build yourself up actually put out the content you realize that some of the people that you thought you should chase have been just waiting, waiting for, you for you to like make a small move like just waiting for you to like do something so that they can say okay because nobody like they are already on their level whether or not they fuck with you it doesn't take any food from their table yeah you understand so it's you now that has to make that extra effort and then i mean why do you even think you are the only person that's contacting them with you you understand like they get a lot of artists have they feel like oh my, we are good man. you know how many i'm like, yeah, so fucking talented. If, you, if you believe you're talented putting work on yourself you understand like hard work hard work hard work versus talent that whole conversation of hard work beats talent any day mm. when talent does not work hard it's a principle get, muscle memory you get so at the end of the day i felt honored that he that he got back but in my mind i'm like i won't have even been able to have that and the support that i received from him on my album was like it, it, it went beyond like okay when somebody is helping to distribute your album or whatever it is like he would legit put my name in conversations that i would probably need to have maybe spent a couple more years in the game before yeah. i like got to those level of consumer because i think the day i sent him the link that particular day i already started playing it for a and hours and audio mark and hours mm-hmm. and people that he knows like you said those connects that i'm mm-hmm. talking about that probably before you make those connects by yourself, you go know what you don't do. But you know, like sorry, in do it yourself, you have to know when you have the materials and you have to seek the ears that want to hear it. That's what I'm saying. Like but for instance, yourself, right like now, you might have label will have all these guys on yeah. the speed dial. Mm. Like if your record label now is handling your project, before you don't even they do, they can even assemble all of them in their office and play them your shit. My sadness is that artists don't peep this thing. That's what I'm saying. But as an artist, you feel like an artist. You feel like how do you how else? You, you feel like it was your talent that blew you. You get me. So you have to you have to keep your you have to keep your ear down. Know who is doing what. Like if you really okay for let's say you want to put your music on Apple Music now and you want oh, to where on what platform? How, you need what to playlist? know where 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 to do. Have it. you listened to those playlists well enough? Whether to your kind music of genre, fits it. Exactly. Like it, it, it boils down to. I feel like uh, finally because we are in the concluding sessions of this, we are sticking too long. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it finally boils down to artists taking responsibility. Yes, when you yeah. see people that take responsibility for what they do, they go so hard, well enough to do research about this topic, that topic, that topic, so that even if we're having conversations tomorrow about how do I want you to help me? I can tell you, okay, look, I had seen this, seen this, seen that. I want this, I want this, I want this. Exactly. So, um, final note. Alpha, please, what do you want to say to our DIY artists now? Um, Give us closing remarks. Why you shouldn't focus on a record deal? How you should say this shit as rugged as possible? Okay. Um, First of all, a record label doesn't want to sign a liability. You get me so you have to make sure that you've gotten to a level where you can even leverage your deal like you can actually tell them that because i have these numbers this is what i think you can do for me to get me from number a where i am mm-hmm. to number b and because you knew what you got you know what you did to get these numbers you will know what to suggest you will not be a total novice in that conversation mm-hmm. so that's what that if i was to leave anybody with anything i'll leave them with that that's yo you have to actually learn what it takes to get yourself from maybe 10 followers to 5,000 followers. So when a record label is telling you, we'll get you to 1 million, they are not just pulling nonsense from the air. They are going to be able to tell you what they will do. And if it's something that you think makes sense, you can challenge or not challenge. Like, be knowledgeable and actually do start doing the work. We agree that you can't do everything by yourself. But if you get to a particular level, 
you already know how it's done so a labor cannot just brainwash you or like tell you okay don't worry just relax when that relaxation essentially means signing over all your ownership to your stuff to a certain person who doesn't even know how to sing so okay before we switch to El Victor I want you to drop the final tip of what do you think is the because El Victor kept hammering this thing yeah I, think I was even going to say what do you think that. is the most basic studio setup an artist needs to have so that they can start putting out this content which is the most important thing? yeah yeah you need to get yourself like there are many cheap laptops under $500 that you can buy that at least why are we using dollars no I, I'm there. coming I'm coming down like $500 is like maybe let's, let's just say between no, 150k Five, and lower. You understand? Yeah. Like 150k and lower that mm-hmm. can give you. Just get yourself maybe a Dell Inspiron. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a Dell Inspiron that Dell is strong. So mm-hmm. if you get a Dell Inspiron that at least has four gig of RAM, mm-hmm. and then you are good to go basically. After because that, what next? You need to get yourself like a sound card that works. And there's this workhorse everybody knows. Focus right Scarlett. If you buy yourself this set. Mm-hmm. Like your Victor said at some point, hundred mm. k. I do. I think now it's even ninety something. Mm. Like if you get it, it comes sometimes. It comes seventy six. You get me? Like it set has the sound card. Mm. It has a pair of headphones mm. and then it has a mic. Mm. So yeah, that's so it now. Man. That's it. What type now, of mic? It has a Sank Scarlet mic. Now. No, mm. the mic. The mic itself is an MK two UC two two. That I think. Do you think that? Thing. Do you think that the mic can that that mic can capture vocals that you as an audience? Please, what vocals are we Bro, I, 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 Scarlet, Scarlet, that Scarlet mic is what I recorded half price. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. man. That's Whoa, the for real? Like that's for the real? set I bought. Like I'm talking from experience, not just because I've seen it in the market. Like I had yeah, it man. before I transitioned to what I use now. I had to come from somewhere. So what DAW do you advise up? You know, DAW. That DAW thing is essentially the one that you feel comes naturally to you. If you yeah. open FL Studio today and you feel you're more comfortable, you like how it looks. Use it. Use it. If because to be honest, how it looks is also important. If you open yes. Logic and it looks ugly to you, but you open FL and it looks beautiful to you, use yes. it because that thing also has a thing with your mind like to make you more relaxed and be able to yeah, create yeah. if Ableton looks good to you I didn't know it. I didn't know efforts like mess and yes I didn't even know you could record with efforts you like can you can yes. record if you if Adobe audition is what you are used to bro <laughs> for audacity is what you know like, to be <laughs> honest because bad. black bones recorded um CTAT on Adobe audition mm. and we move project is out who cares about like, how it's nobody will come and ask you, <laughs> you, you if you want to really get uh, if you want to be geeky about it you enter Cubase or you enter Pro Tools that is your logic. business but like enter logic but at the end of the day like if you have a DAW <laughs> on your system that you feel you are comfortable with just use it El Victor yeah my my uh, just I, I, I ask you something Victor tell us El Victor tell us what I'm trying tell to say why is... artists should not focus on a record deal in the beginning as, yeah. a, as an OG that has come so far four albums deep in this game Wow. Tell and I tell you tell my DIY me. artist. Basin is not the carry cross. Ah, oh, fucking shit. And I rap is selling. Wait, first of all, I just want to say, don't stop. Like whatever you're doing, like it might even look wrong. But don't just stop doing it. Then secondly, if you can afford $150 for a laptop. Trust me, there's a twenty thousand naira laptop in your neighborhood. In computer village, exactly. <laughs> Go there and buy. That's it. a very good point. Nobody can stop you. That's in a very life. good point you made, though. Because <laughs> nobody can stop when you. When I said my own, I was just saying it from the point of view of like standard, mm-hmm. standard. But the truth is that if you enter markets. You will find. How about you? Use you, you, you don't see. Uh, use, I'm really sorry. Use your, you talk because you get like three hundred. 
um, these things in your you even have like maybe 10 uh, standard disk drives and all that stuff <laughs> what i'm trying to let you know is that this is somebody that is not even going to finish one track let me also tell you, you might exactly. think you love music do you have microphone in your house you will see that you will not even be recording every day as you thought you want to record. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say true because I'm casting myself, but true. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> so, Thank you guys so, so much. So you just don't yeah. stop, Thank man. Do what so you got to do. Victor, Alpha, Omar, yeah. I, 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 I need to say that man, this was fuck, nice, fuck all this OG it. label where people they like carry on, but you guys inspire me, man. Thanks. You guys inspire me. Same so here, man. So Victor, who would have thought that we'll come from where they laugh you for studio to a point where you're <laughs> No, no, it's a negative <laughs> energy I capitalized No, it's not. It wasn't negative. No, no, do you know why? Do you know why I capitalized you fucking la- at the time? You were a fucking comedy show. But you would never know that <laughs> at the time I was chasing you for a com- compliment. But, but you would know. Because I didn't you know because know. I was a kid. I was there. chasing you. I was a kid. I was chasing you. I'm not talking about. I think when I came to Lagos now, you just need a few But But I loved you. I showed you love because when I saw you. No cap, man. I know you love me right now. When I saw your hustle, I realized that this guy is unstoppable. And, and I, I, like, and I love it. It took years, bro. It wasn't overnight. Victor, I love you, bro. Don't do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me tell you, let me tell you how I knew Insumidi was going to be hot. Why? ODC complimented me. Fuck ODC. Let me, no, I'm not going to fuck anybody. No, it, I'm telling you, build a benchmark ODC, for yourself. ODC, X and O, those guys, they were our mentors. Build play, a benchmark play, for play, yourself. Play, and those benchmarks. I'll play song for you. I shouted out to them. Man, I love those niggas. They built my career. I was just a kid then. It was just a benchmark. Build a benchmark for yourself if you can I, I told you about the first time Tracy Sinos posted me it was a huge deal bro man shout out to the DIY artist podcast see me I'm going to sign out as I usually sign out <laughs> Apple Junior I sign out ruggedly you know I mean peace peace man I, I don't know what else to say I'm Whoa, boo, whoa, boo. Sign my out name I'm Victor aka Boo real name my nature man from Ghana so that I want to thank you guys so much man thank you thank you for being patient and listening through don't forget to follow us on social media the DIY underscore artist. Follow Alpha Ogini, A L P H A Ogini, O J I N I. El Victor is L E L V E E K T O R. Thank you guys so much. See you next time on the DIY Artist Podcast. I hope you learned one or two from this episode. You know how to go safe.